Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
himself is your shield, he's your glory, and he's a lifter up of your head. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 12 that, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. You know, we we still have overcomers in the house. Hallelujah. And this morning, we're going to hear two very powerful testimonies. And I believe that as we hear those testimonies, those things will apply practically in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we welcome our sister Patricia to come upstage and share with us a testimony? I think you should put your hands together to encourage them. It's not very easy standing up here. Sometimes we stammer and, you know, I think you can come a little forward so that they can see you. Very good. All right. So, Hallelujah, church. The Lord has been so good to me and I want the whole world to hear about this. Earlier this year, I applied to do my Montessori training program in an international school in Ghana here. So I pick up the form, and anybody who sees the bill, the school fees I'm supposed to pay, discourages me. The, even the fees changes based on the dollar rate. I paid $2,500, yes, for two years. So I brought the bill home and tried to put it and forget about it. So one fateful morning, my mom was coming for the turning point service. She was coming to... Um, spread it before the Lord. So she asked me, what do I want? And I told her, she should just take it and something might happen. So she came up, yes, and she asked me, I should be particular about what I want. I told her, I want scholarship. So she came home and she said, she said, it is done. Although I gave her a faith response, she kept talking about it. On the 6th of September, I received a WhatsApp uh, message from one of the lecturers saying that they want to offer the training for me for free. And on top of it, I'm going to be employed in their international school. And I'll be teaching the ones they pay me and they, they offer me the training. Two in one lessons, church. This is amazing. Wow. I'm so, so, so excited. I want to say very big thanks to Bishop Doug, Bishop Fabian. Thank you so much. And to Open on Ake, a special thanks for your prayers and encouragement. Thank you so much, church. I'm so grateful. Wow. Hallelujah. You see, this is what we call he's able to do exceeding abundantly above what you ever think or even imagine. She wanted a scholarship. She got the scholarship. And then while she's studying, she's being paid. Okay, you're not paying the fees now. They are paying you. Or receive that double blessing. You, you, you see why you have to come for turning point service. Multiple testimonies. Hallelujah. We want to welcome our sister Josephine also upstage. She has an amazing testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, as for her testimony, we will share it together. Okay. And we are allowed. 
sometimes the tension here no, it's not very easy hallelujah amen but this is Josephine. Josephine, you said you you came our last communion service you were here okay you were here yes. and you took part of the communion service I didn't. you didn't you, did you take the communion no. but you were here in the service right now she came in here she didn't she didn't literally eat the bread and the wine but when bishop was praying she joined in she says that her uncle and her grandmother both had had separate dreams about her and and the, the grandmother's dream was that well, what, what did what did your grandmother dream about you she said uh, she said when he he had a dream that's that uh, a snake came inside his room and the snake told my mother that she was looking for me so the grandmother had a dream that a snake had come into the house and then the snake was looking for her now apart from that the uncle also had a dream what what, what, what dream did your uncle have what? My, my uncle said he had a dream i was dying she had a dream that she was dead now within that same period that was the, so the sunday she came for the communion service guess what happened that week you were crossing the road and you had an accident and the car knocked you down yes good and then the car knocked her down and when the uncle was called, the uncle got scared. He said, yeah, the dream that I had, it is coming to pass. But church, believe it, when she was rushed to the hospital, the doctors checked her. They said, okay, let's do x-rays. Let's do this. They did it. Okay, go and come. We'll check again. The uncle was worried. The grandmother was worried. But I tell you that the blood of Jesus Christ has kept her alive. I don't know what snake is looking for you or what scorpion or lizard or cockroach is looking for you. We serve a living Jesus. And as God preserves her life, God will preserve your life also. Oh, put your hands together and give the Lord a clap of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, the same servant of the Lord that led us is around in this room, anointed and with the coolest haircut of a pastor. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let us welcome Bishop Eddie Faber. Hallelujah. Are you excited about what God is doing? The devil will not be able to get you. I declare that the blood of Jesus is covering you. You are delivered from every attack of Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall live and not die. Whatever snake has been sent to bite you, will return it to sender. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are covered in Jesus' name. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah. Those were very powerful testimonies. And um, I want to say that testimonies are a way by which we overcome the devil. He doesn't want us to receive blessings from God. So make sure that if there's any testimony you have, you come and share it. And what happens is that your testimony will also encourage somebody else. So as we share it together, we are overcoming the devil together. Hallelujah. I see you being the next person to share a testimony. In the name of Jesus. So whatever testimony it is, there's nothing like small testimony. A testimony is a testimony. 
especially when you say it's a testimony it's a testimony yeah believe god you see the fact that you're even alive is a testimony so come and share it we want to hear more of it and i believe that we're going to receive more testimonies everybody in this service will have a testimony to give in jesus name amen put your hands together for jesus wow wow and also we are celebrating our father our bishop you know the galatians 6 6 sunday is the second of october but we have started already you know and um i don't know how many of you heard on the news this week city fm joy fm and i think adum fm they announced that he has been elevated to be one of the seven member executive committee hallelujah wow now the pentecostal world fellowship is um, a fellowship of pentecostal charismatic churches that come together they have a governing body that governs them governs them takes decisions and all that and um every i don't know about four years or two years or so they have different people who become the the part of the, the executive committee just seven people and uh we've they've never had anybody from africa hallelujah amen and this time when they had somebody from africa they chose our own father Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Somebody make some noise. Hallelujah. So, the celebration has begun. The Galatians 6 6 celebration has begun. Hallelujah. And so, we are honoring the gift of God that God has given to us. And um, we want to encourage you all, 2nd of October, Galatians 6, 6, Bible says that let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Amen. So it's time for us to communicate back to him good things. And that means money. Put some money in an envelope. And I'm talking about good money. If you have some foreign currencies, I think that would be great. Put it in and write a nice note for him to read tell him how much you appreciate him his ministry we are here because of him thank him that we can even receive uh through the pastors he has given hallelujah and then also the podcast that we listen to all the time want to say a big thank you to him so write a nice note put in an envelope put in some money 2nd October, we'll all be here. We are honoring our pastor. And we're going to receive it. Amen. Is it a good idea? Wonderful. And um, we are also celebrating the 1 million likes on Facebook. Can you put it back up there? 1 million. It's not easy. Some of you, nobody is going to your Facebook page. But one million people liking him, I tell you, it's a great thing. Amen. 
Hallelujah. That means whatever he says, one million people are receiving it. Hey! It's not a simple thing. So, if you are not on his page yet, I want to encourage you to go there, like the page. Be a part of the people who are liking. I mean, if others are liking, how much more those of us who are in the house? As the next person, are you liking the page? Are you liking the page? Somebody's asking, what, what is it? What is it? You are forgiven, I tell you. But anyway, let's move on. All right, let's take our memory verse for today. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29. Actually, it's part of the new man things we are doing, but it's come a bit early. It's good. Right. This one is quite easy. I'm sure you can get it. Okay. Let's do it together. Ready, go. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Okay? So don't let any, uh, what? Corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. It's, it's quite simple. Let's take it one more time. Ready, go. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Okay, so I think we can take it now. Take it off. Let's take it. Okay. Ready, go. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto your hearers. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 29. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. It's good. Lift up your hands to the Lord and just bless the Lord. Now, I love that song we're singing as we worship you. As we worship you, let all the world come and see how the mercy we receive from you can set us free as we worship you let all this joy that fills our hearts bring a hunger and a hope to those whose grace so far as we bow in adoration and stand in Show your majesty and glory Let's let your anointing fall As we declare your name, Lord Jesus As the only name we say May the power of salvation Fill it as we pray As we pray Let all the nations, let all the 
God bless you. Please be seated. All right. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4. And I'm continuing my series on the new man. I shall preach by the grace of God. Okay. If you are there, shout yes. If you are not there yet, say, help me, Jesus. All right. We'll try and locate scriptures early. Okay. Ephesians chapter 4, I'm reading from verse 20. It says that this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. He said, But ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that ye put on the new man, hallelujah, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry. And sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, 
neither give place to the devil. Amen. Well, we are sharing about the new man. I believe it's a good thing because today's Christians, you wonder when you look at people's lifestyles, people's behavior, you wonder that, are we really Christians? And I think that, like the Bible says that in the last days, the love of many shall wax cold, sin or iniquity shall abound. Uh, It's in order that we continue preaching about this. Amen. And... um, Try and let people understand that if you say you are a new man, then you must put on the new man. You must behave like a new man. Anything you get yourself into, you must behave as such. If you are a doctor, you must behave as a doctor. There are certain things doctors don't do. You shouldn't be doing them. If you're a lawyer, you must behave as a lawyer. Lawyers don't sit in trotro. <laughs> Lawyers don't eat at the chop bar. You go and sit at the chop bar for me, I like face the wall. So, I mean, whether you like face the wall or not, as a lawyer, you are not expected to sit there. And the army also, I think they are also not supposed to wear chalewate in town. If you see a soldier who is wearing chalote, there's something wrong. <laughs> you know, so if you say you are, then you must behave as such. I mean, if you were made the president of Ghana, then you are behaving like you are some, or you are the first lady of Ghana. And then you are just walking around as if you are just some. No. If you are the first lady, that's the way you behave. Yeah. And we must see you behaving in that way. Hallelujah. So we are saying that we must put on the new man and we are looking at how the new man behaves. So the first thing is that he puts on the new man. And I've been telling you that you are a new man. You are a new creation. You need to walk believing that you are a new creation. Bible says that all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Bible says that there's for now no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. So the way you walk with your head bowed down, it looks like somebody who is being condemned. But you need to understand that chapter 8 and verse 1 was written for you as a new creation. And the new creation that you are not under condemnation. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. So put on the new man. Put on. Tell somebody, put on the new man. And then we also learned that the new man puts away lying. Put away lying. And like we're saying, some people just love lying. As for a new man, you shouldn't be lying too much. How many of you since Friday to, to okay, since last Sunday to today, you have told a lie? Let me see. See, because even when you don't raise your hand, that one too is a lie. There are so many, you can't even remember. <laughs> but how many from last week Sunday till today, you have told a lie? Hey! Okay, let me reduce the number of days. From Friday till today, you have told a lie. Oh no, I mean... <laughs> I, I think that we should be getting better. 
No, you, you will easily say, and one of the things about lies is that once you tell a lie, you will continue telling lies throughout. You have to tell one to cover the other one. You keep telling. So what you just need to do is to force and tell the truth. That way you don't even have to think, what did I say the last time? Because that's the truth. You are just saying it. Yeah. Truth is only one. Yeah. That's why when other people say they are the truth, we don't understand because we know that Jesus is the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So speak the truth. And I told you, Bishop gave us a nice key. That when you, you know that this thing, the way it's going, if you open your mouth, you will lie. Don't say anything. I have no comment at this time. That's it. You will not have to tell a lie. Amen. And then also we said that, what did we say? Anger. Last week we talked about it. Be angry and say not. Yeah. It's okay to be angry. I mean, it's good. You have to be angry. I mean, if you are not angry, some of you are too phlegmatic about some things. There are certain things you need a holy anger to deal with it. So when you are angry, and I told you last week that you must be angry the Jesus way. And how is that one? Jesus' way, he channeled the anger into something positive. The people were doing something. Was not, he went to the church and lashed the people out of the place. It was a positive anger. One time a guy called Phinehas, there was, um, and something was happening. The Israelites, they were just, there was a plague. God was angry with the Israelites. They were sinning. And Moses and the others had come. They were praying and asking God for forgiveness. And as they were doing that, here comes this brother with a sister from another whatever country or whatever. He has brought the sister into one of the tents. And the people were at the prayer meeting. The guy was in the tent blowing the sister in in, in the tent. Bible says that there was, there was a guy called Phinehas. He was so angry. He took a, a spear. He entered the tent. said, what do you mean by this nonsense? The thing that we are all dying for, you have gone to. Bible says that he took the spear and he made a kebab out of the man. The man was on the woman. The thing went through the two of them like this. Bible says that immediately he did that. The plague stopped. God was so happy with the way the guy has channeled his anger. That was it. Plague stopped. It didn't happen again. God was so happy with him. So you can channel. One time Jesus went to the temple. Somebody had a withered arm. And Jesus was asking. So on this Sabbath, because he saw the people looking at him, they were expecting him to heal. So they were waiting to accuse him. He said, you, on the Sabbath day, what would you have done? They were just looking at him. The Bible says that he was so angry, he turned to the man and he said, receive your healing. He channeled the anger into something positive. May you channel your anger into something positive. Because the thing that comes out of your mouth, insults, when you're angry, be careful. And then another thing is violence. People become violent. And they beat. And they do. Somebody came to tell me that he saw one of our church members at the Sakumono flat. He was holding a fufu uh, pestle, woman, and he was chasing his wife and running after them. Hey! 
He had channeled the anger into the chasing of the wife. Violence. And sometimes you can find some, even ladies also can be very violent. See the sisters, oh, Naleku. Oh, Male. <laughs> no, one guy came to, a lady came to complain to Bishop that his, has, the husband was beating her. So, Bishop said, go and call, go and call him. When the guy came, he said, Bishop, me? And he removed his shirt. He said, look, look. She rather has been beating me. <laughs> what a shock. As a near sister, are you, are you cool both here and at home? Or you are cool here, but... Oh, yeah. One guy went for an interview. Army. They were looking for people to join the army. And they had written what you must be. You must be like this. You must have killer instincts. You must this, you must... As the guy read all the things, and he asked the man, can my wife apply for this day? <laughs> my wife looks more qualified for this thing than I am. No, but if you're a lady, you must be a lady. You, you, you shouldn't even be able to kill a mosquito. Sisters, are you, are you in agreement or... If you, you see a sister, the way she's chasing the mosquito. Hey! Easy, sister. Easy. Small mosquito now. You have become wild on the mosquito like that. Amen. So, it's very important that we become... Uh, we can be angry and sin not. Amen. Let's move on. Uh, also, I think we talked about wrong decisions when you are angry. And I told you that don't take a decision when you are angry. Today, quickly, um, we're on verse 27. It says what? Neither give place to the devil. Amen. So you can use that as the title or you can say, give the devil no place. Tell somebody, give the devil no place. When we take the married couples through the vows... It's one of the things we say to them. Give the devil no place. It's amazing. When the people are going to the vows, they don't remember anything. He's looking at the sister's face. He's just melting. I do. I do. But they don't remember all the things. So when they are going through things and there are problems in their marriage, then they begin to misbehave. Then they are giving the devil place in their marriage. Oh, but may you not give the devil any place in your life. Another version says that, and do not give the devil a foothold. This is the NIV. Don't give the devil a foothold. In other words, just one foot even entering, don't allow. New Living Translation says that, I think it's the same thing. Don't give a foothold to the devil. And then, English Standard Version says, and give no opportunity to the devil. He... Another version says that leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Don't leave any room for him. Another version says, do not let the devil start working in your life. As the next version, has the devil been working in your life? (laughs) Another version says that do not let the devil control you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
I think it goes on and on and on, you know. But what I want to say is that when you become born again, you become a new man. What it is is that the devil no longer has control over you. He has lost control. When you're an unbeliever, the devil is in total control. Ephesians chapter 2, look at it. Ephesians chapter 2, and I'm reading from verse 1. He says that, and you, has he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. In other words, when you're an unbeliever. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Who is Satan? The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You see, one of the ways by which you can give room to the devil is when you are disobedient. Oh yeah. Because the people who allow the devil to control them, they are called the children of disobedience. And you find people in the church, they cannot obey anything. Simple instructions, you will not obey. You are just allowing the devil to have his way in your life. He said, among whom we also had our conversation in times past, in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. So, these are also places where the devil will want to find room, your flesh and your mind. These are the two places. You need to be very careful because he would like to find a place in your mind. Sometimes you find that certain thoughts are coming into your mind. Hey! One day, Bishop was telling us, he said, he was with his friend, they were walking, walking, walking at the point. The guy said, hey, Satan, leave me alone. Say, why? He said, Satan was trying to put something in my mind. I didn't want to allow him. Sometimes when Satan wants to put something in your mind, you must begin to deal with it. Don't allow it to stay. Yeah. You see, like they say that you cannot prevent the bed from flying over your head. But you can prevent the bed from making a nest on your head. So, sometimes some thoughts flash. Let them flash. But when they want to stay, then you find some people who have become so sad. I don't know why me alone. Satan is putting something in your mind. You are also enjoying it. Give the devil no place. I said, give Satan no. The devil's best weapon is deception. He will tell you, you, you will never amount to anything. Look at you. You say what? You want somebody to marry you? The way you are, nobody will marry you. Now you will dwell on this hour. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Stop that rub there. Give the devil no place. I say, give the devil no. 
He's a liar. Anybody who walks in the truth, he's dangerous when it comes to the devil. The devil is afraid of him. Because the Bible says that he cannot abide in the truth. So once he meets somebody who has the truth, that's it. Always have the word of God in you. So that when the devil comes, you also overcome him by the word. But you don't have any word. The devil will whisper things to you. You will never make it. Your life will not amount to anything. This, that, that, so many things. God, he will even tell you that God doesn't love you. And there are some people who believe it. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> you think God loves me? <laughs> but that is what it is. Anybody who is not born again, the devil is in you. When Jesus said to the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil, they were not happy at all. Said, what are you saying? Devil? We, me? Devil? But that was what it was. Once you are not born again, you are the devil has control over you. You see, so when a person becomes born again, the devil goes out of the person. And what, after he's gone out, all he does is he's finding a way to come back. Yeah? It's like you went to a party, and then you were in the party enjoying yourself. Then they come and tell you that. Olinoko. You are not supposed to be here. <laughs> they move you out of it. Oh, maybe you were there with your friends. You were there happy. Now, as you go out, I don't know whether it's happened to you before. You, you, you want to find a way of going back inside. Has, has it happened to you? So you use all sorts of means. It's the same thing. The devil is using all sorts of means. Bible says that he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's just finding out, checking, looking, seeing. Can I find a way? Jesus said in, in, in Matthew 11, I believe, or 12, Matthew 12, he said that when an unclean spirit is cast out of a man, it goes around dry places looking for rest. And when he doesn't find, he says, ah, let me cry. I used to have a five-star hotel in that sister where I was. I, I think I need to go back there. And you see that he's coming back to check. Whether there is a loophole, whether there is a way, whether there is an opportunity, whether there is a chance, whether there is a place, whether there is a foothold so that he can enter in. But I came to announce to somebody here that so long as you are in the Lord and you are strong, may the enemy not be able to attack you. I'm happy that the devil cannot just come back. He needs opportunity. That is very settling because if the devil can just attack at will, then we are not safe. You will be, you will be a madman. You'll be walking. Then you say, <sighs> you have become a madman. <laughs> Immediately. That's for madness. It can happen if you, if you allow it to happen to you. Easy. Somebody was telling me that a man had his car, four-wheel drive. They have written on the back of the car, four by four. Then a madman came to look at the thing and said, ah, 
But this guy, four by four, he cannot answer. Then he took a stone. Somebody four by four car. Then he wrote, it's equal to 16. (laughs) On the car. When the man came, he said, oh, what's come to spawn the car? He took the car, they sprayed it, everything came to put it. When the madman came again, look, they said, oh, this man. Four by four is equal to 16. The guy, the, the thing went on for some time. At a point, he said, no, he himself. You see, the madness, it, it, it will start affecting you. So, it's okay, he himself will write the, it's equal to 16, so that the guy, so he will four by four, is equal to 16, he put it there. When the madman came and saw the thing, uh-huh, uh-huh. then he took a stone, then he did, correct, correct. <laughs> Tell somebody, give the devil no place. Amen. But all these things, unresolved conflicts between married couples, all these things, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, these are things that the devil looks out for coming to people's lives. And when you read the Greek, that word place is the word topos. T-O-P-O-S, which means a region or a zone. Yeah. A place. So that's where that word comes from, topography. So when the devil comes, he's looking for a place to launch an attack from. So he's looking, he's looking for a topos. A topos. Hey, may the devil not find a topos in you. Yeah. Bible says that ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. From today, may the devil not have an advantage over you again. Because Paul said it, 2 Corinthians 2, 11, the devil can have an advantage over you. So he's looking for a topos. He's looking for a place. Heads, wounds, in people's hearts. He's looking for people who will not even acknowledge that they have sinned. So they should ask God for forgiveness. Self-righteousness. People who will not forgive others. People who cannot say I'm sorry. He's looking for you. <laughs> but may he not find you. Now, so if Paul is saying that, give the devil no place. Then I think that there are three things we need to understand here. Number one, that means that there's truly a devil. There's a devil. Some people don't believe there's a devil. When you go to places like Europe and they don't believe that there's a devil. Yeah. And in Paul's time, the people were believing all sorts of things. These gods and goddesses that they worship. So he came in and said to them, listen. Because he could have even said any other thing. Could have said. Give no place to dragons. Give no place. But he said, give no place to the devil. There is somebody called the devil. He is real. And that word devil is 
the word diabolos. Diabolos comes from two words, dia and balo. Dia means through. Through, the devil is always looking for a way through. He's looking for an opportunity. Sometimes between two people, he's looking for a way to separate them. He's looking for a way through. Oh, from today, may you not allow the devil to come through. Hey. Hmm. Number two, it means that it must be possible for the devil to have place in your life. If he says give no place, that means it is possible. People cannot believe it. That is why you will just be there and the devil will come and have his way in your life. Hallelujah. Hmm. First Peter 5, verse 8, verse 7. What does it say? Cast all your cares for he cares for you. Now verse 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom? That means it's not everybody he can devour. There are some people he can devour them, but there are some people he cannot devour them. So seeking whom, may you not be the whom. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, may you not be the whom. He actually went to God and went to ask permission from God for Job's life. And he did the same thing to Peter. Jesus said, Peter, Satan has come to ask for you. He wants to deal with you. Brother, you better rise up and pray. Rise up and pray because the devil is about to be vigilant. Be sober. Don't be sleeping. Be vigilant. When somebody is sober, his eyes are alert. Conscious of whatever is happening around. But a lot of people are too... Whatever. We are asleep. We are not conscious. And the devil is having his way. Sin is going on all around you, but you can't even see. Be vigilant. See that the devil is trying to do something. That man who is approaching you and touching you in a certain way. The devil wants to pass through, through, dia, 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 through. He wants to come to you. Number three, what then it means also is that we must be able to resist the devil. Oh yeah. Because if the Bible, why would he say that give no place to the devil? So when you hear people say it's not me, it's the devil. You have just decided that you allow the devil. I don't know. That guy was told not to drink. He had become born again. They said, don't go and drink. And I think the pastor told you, I don't know what the pastor said. Anytime Satan is saying something to you, say to the devil, get thee behind me. The following day when the guy came back to church, he was drunk. Pastor said, oh, what happened? Didn't you do what I said you should do? He said, I did it. I said, get thee behind me. And Satan went behind me and pushed me inside the place.
but the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself above the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You are able to bring every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having a readiness to avenge your disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. But you find people who use the devil as a, he is not me, he is the devil. And sometimes Satan is wondering that, oh. What have I done? It's not me. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Bible says that there's no temptation. No temptation taking you. But such as is common to man, my brother. The thing you are talking about, it is common to man. <sighs> Other people are going through. Sometimes the devil will make you feel that your own, you are the only one going through it. But you are not the only one. It is common. Tell somebody what you are going through. It is common. <laughs> common to man. That's the first thing you need to understand. Anytime you're beginning to use the devil as an excuse. And then secondly, it says, but God is faithful. I came to encourage somebody here today. That the God you serve is a faithful God. Oh, I don't know whether somebody can hear me. You see, the devil will make you feel that the God you serve is not faithful. But today I came to tell you, the God you serve is a faithful God. Oh, maybe I should come this way. The people here don't believe me. I said the God you serve is a faithful God. He's faithful. I said he's faithful. I said he is faithful. Sometimes the devil will tell you this is your end. I came to tell you another story. The God we serve, he's not finished with you yet. The Bible says he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. It is not your end. Say it is not my end. He wants you to say, I cannot go on anymore. I am giving up. But I came to tell you. He said, even though you walk through the fire, he go through the water. He said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. The God you serve is a faithful God. Men will leave you, but God will not Oh, I didn't hear your shot. Somebody say he's faithful. Say he's faithful. Say he's faithful. Oh, you will not die in that situation. He will not leave you to suffer in that problem. The God you said, he is a faithful God. He will be with you from beginning to the end. Shout yeah. I know my God. Maybe you're talking about another God. But the God I serve. The Bible says that even when you are not faithful, He remains faithful. He will see you through. I see somebody, you're about to throw in the towel. But God said, don't give up yet. I will see you through. He said, I'll be with you. 
I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will ensure, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, don't be afraid, for I am with you. It's the devil who is looking for a place to make you give up. He's looking for a place to make you backslide. But I came to tell you, don't backslide. We are making it together. Oh, we are making it to heaven together. We are not giving up. Shake somebody and tell the person, don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't give up. I said don't give up. Don't give up. What a faithful God we serve. John, yeah. He's faithful. Hey. And the songwriter said, Great is your faithfulness. Ha. Oh God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Oh, thou changest not thy compassion, they fail not. Oh, as thou hast been, thou an old English word means allow who will not allow you <laughs> to be tempted above that which you are able I came to tell you what you are going through cannot be able to kill you 
Oh, you didn't hear me. I said what you are going through cannot kill you. God is faithful. When he sees that this situation, you cannot handle it, he will not allow it. That means if God has allowed it, he knows you can handle it. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able but he will mm, mm, he will I said he will I said he will with the temptation he will provide ah, somebody's about to find a way a way he will provide a way of escape today I came to declare whatever the devil has purpose for your life I see you escaping oh he wanted you to die in an accident but I see you escaping the accident he wanted you to fall by fornicating but I see you finding a way a way a way a way a way somebody here you need a way you need a way to escape from something I don't know who I'm speaking to but the Lord said I should tell you there is a way that is provided just look around you look around you and begin to escape 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 Sharia I see a lady, a brother wants to, a man wants to help you with your school fees. And he's demanding certain things from you. It's becoming very difficult. But I hear the Lord saying, I am providing a way. Oh, somebody begin to check out. Look out. There's a way. Hey, begin to enter the way. Enter that way. Enter that way. Hey. He will. I said he will. With the temptation. Show you a way out. Today somebody's receiving a way out. Oh, I don't know who I'm speaking to. You were saying, yeah, this one, the devil, you have got me. But the Lord sent me to tell you, the devil is a liar. He cannot get you. I see you escaping. I see you going out. I see you going out. I see you going out. Lift your hand and shout, yeah! Give seven people a high five again and tell them, you will escape. You will escape. I see you escaping. The devil has lost. You shall escape in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. He is able. He's more than able. 
to accomplish what concerns me today. Oh, he is He's more than He can handle anything that comes my way. talk to God I know some of you are going through some challenges the devil wants to have a place in your life oh we are not finished yet we're going to talk some more about it but right now I want you to pray I feel this is what the spirit of God is saying I want to provide a way of escape I want to provide you with a way out you are going through so much you don't know how to go out of it but the Lord said I'm here to help you go out talk to God in a minute. Tell the Lord, may the devil not have his way in my life. Keep me from evil. Keep me from the trap of the devil. Lord, I thank you for a way of escape. I thank you for a way of escape. Lord, may I see that way. May I go out through that way. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help your people. Help your children. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the traps of Satan, Lord. Help us. Help us. May we not fall prey to the traps of the devil. In the name of Jesus, thank you for your deliverance, Lord. Thank you for your salvation, O oh God. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you praise. This morning, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church today. But you're not saved. You're not born again. That means the devil can just have his way in your life. But today I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't want the devil to have his way. I don't want to give the devil any foothold and a place in my life. Right now, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. You want Jesus to be the Lord of your life, wherever you are. Lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Let it go way up above your head. Way up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. You may be watching my television. Oh, I'm speaking to you also. You need Jesus. Let it go up. I see many hands up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to the front here. Oh, yes. He's able. Come all the way. Keep clapping. Clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Oh, keep clapping. I have some more people coming from the back. He can make you what he wants you to be. He can make me. 
of you in front here, I want you to lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender and we're going to pray together. I want you to repeat after me as we pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You were able to resist the devil. Yeah. Some of you didn't want you to come to the front, but you didn't give him any place. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. Now, this is just the first step. This is just the beginning. You need to grow. Like we are teaching about the new man, there are things you need to learn how to be a good Christian. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030 Seven zero one zero four four four. That's zero three zero seven zero one zero four four four. God richly bless you.